0: nah no worries no uh and i thought i knew more of detroit but you don't get a gist of it whatsoever by going to comerica park every once twice a year it doesn't mean anything in that regard (laughs) um there's just so many good restaurants i think i'm that's one thing i was telling you earlier but i think i'm gonna be okay with spending a little bit extra money on eating out for the next month or so yeah just to really get a grasp and then when people come Boom, I, I have the best restaurants, Royal with yeah. cheese in my back pocket.
1: So officially, how many days have you been moved in?
0: It was last, not this previous Thursday, but the Thursday before. So it's about a week and a half. So
1: what was the biggest surprise? Like what caught you most off guard? Cause obviously you obviously moved into college apartments, but
0: this is obviously a little bit different than that. Mm-hmm. It was more or less, more or less how much stuff we needed. You moving in with college, Uh, roommates and everything okay he brings the silverware this person brings the cups and the plates but when you have to get everything and and especially we have our all of our own furniture we have all of this stuff with placemats and there's just it seems like it never ends and even you think about food okay we don't even have a salt shaker we don't have this spice we don't have an ice tray there's just it's amazing how much that racks up and it's a little exhausting
1: yeah, and just how many things you don't realize you need. And okay. I do smell that too. That That's <laughs> neither one of us farting. I don't know what that but is. But it does smell
0: disgusting. Mm. Um, yeah, that's hit me hard. Just like, oh my gosh, it's so much money and little things. Yeah. yeah I thought you were
1: talking not. about the smell for a second. I was like, <laughs> it's not bad, bad. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's hit me hard. But you're moved back home, right?
1: Yeah, so that, that, I didn't really talk, I honestly didn't talk to you much about it. I gave you a little bit of the lowdown. Totally. But. It's funny because I always do this thing where if I want to do something that was nice, set down, very quiet, Thank you. Um, where I tell people, like, let's say for the, for example, the triathlon, I was telling people about that for so long. Like, yeah, I'm doing a triathlon. I'm doing a triathlon this summer. And in the back of my head, I'm like, am I? Yeah. And it's, it's this weird thing that I do where a lot of people are like, don't share your goals or like what you want to do. I kind of disagree with that. And for some reason, if it's like a social accountability or a pressure, when I tell people about something, then it kind of like wills me into it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what happened with the triathlon because I was like, well, I told a bunch of people last like school year that I was going to do a triathlon. Get out of it. Then they come around and go, "How's the triathlon? And you're like, uh, I didn't do it. Yeah. So the thing this year was I'm not moving home. That's my one rule. And I was so steadfast with that until probably about two weeks ago. And when I finally graduated from state and that was all said and done, I, I stayed up there for a few days and I went back home, hung out with some family, whatever, and then went back up to state. And everyone was gone. And then I came back home, hung out with most of our friends and things like that. And I was like, this being at home in Clarkson feels more different and new than living yeah. in East Lansing for the summer and yeah. It's like yeah. I kind of just need to move past that whole college thing. Get out of there. Obviously I'll like go back up there. Totally. Um, I thought it would be really cool to go up there even to have like a little recording studio for like the podcast or whatever if mm-hmm. I just really want to focus on an edit. So how
0: long do you have that?
1: Till June mm-hmm. excuse me, July twenty second. So literally like wow. the majority of the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah Which will be fun just to have as like a, a camp sure. out type spot. And um so yeah I kind of Backtracked on what I said, and in my head that that was kind of like eating at me, and I was like, "Well, is that stupid," but it's like it's it's honestly not that big of a deal. I agree. And I mean, we're in a weird spot where I might have exciting news like tomorrow, but Mm -hmm. we're recording way in advance, and it's also weird because we did the obviously episode five together where we did it separately. But I know what you said; you don't know what I said, Uh and it's gonna be. I think you're gonna really enjoy listening to that because I talked a lot about, um, we had some similarities in the things we talked about like with with the meditation and things like that. But I talked a lot about the whole singing thing and and putting Mm -hmm. yourself out there. And that's one thing that I've been talking a lot with people is just really trying to put yourself out there. And I, I think with the, it doesn't really matter where I'm living or what I'm doing. As long as I'm putting myself out there, whether that's like, okay, I want to go take pictures at Honcho, which mm-hmm. is like, ah, that's kind of uncomfortable, but it's like, look, you can either do that in East Lansing or in Clarkston or yeah. Detroit, and it's it's really just pushing that thing forward, Yeah, and I can't remember if we talked about this last night, but in Lansing, they have this like little campaign going that's like, be a tourist in your own city, you so, yeah, dude, I've been thinking about that a lot, and it's like, how can I do that with Clarkston, and I, I might even, I've been thinking maybe do some sort of video about that, yeah. and talk to people. It's just because like Dave and I were talking about, obviously a lot of our friends are abroad right now, which is super cool, totally. sort of jealous. You obviously did the whole Italy thing, but there's that Tim Ferriss quote that's like, some people travel to the other side of the world to see things that they routinely ignore at home. And sure. it's like, if you really see the place that you're at with open eyes mm-hmm. and you're like, dang, that's a pretty cool building right there. I never noticed that. Oh yeah. Or just, this is a cool restaurant and just coming to it with fresh eyes. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm hoping to do this summer in Clarkston and... And
0: I mean, we talk about meditation and stuff and that I just talked ca-
1: for a really long time there. Sorry about no, that.
0: No, no, it's good. It's good. Um, but that's what even the meditation stuff really hammers home is just look at it with a different set of eyes, a mm-hmm. different pair of eyes. And I, I mean, this is going back to our previous podcast that we did where I talked alone, but just even going on runs, no music, nothing... And just trying to find stuff that you can be like wow this is beautiful this is really cool to look mm-hmm. at this is entertaining this is whatever and and yeah we've grown up in clarkston our whole lives and to say that we're going back and almost with this fresh pair of eyes is a little exciting but um you're obviously not i'm not that's yes. why <laughs> so that's just a little different. yeah
1: and speaking of running we went on a nice little run today that was super fun that was super fun
0: um question for yeah you. yeah so the one of the things that I've been really contemplating a lot, thinking about triathlon and, and what pushes me in a triathlon and all these different things. And and one of the events that would be really interesting to do that I never imagined myself doing but I could kind of picture it purely for the entertainment and the joy of it was, was doing a marathon of some sort mm-hmm. just because – We talked about it on our run. You understand places so much more when you're able to run through it. Mm -hmm. And when you look at like marathons, uh, Brad, uh, he was looking at doing a marathon up north in like Taquamon Falls and things like that. Totally cool. I guarantee it's just gorgeous. But there's marathons like, for example, the Chicago Marathon. Can't run the New York Marathon. You have to have a certain time. The Boston one's crazy, you have to qualify. But like one like a Chicago, I don't think you have to have any sort of Mm -hmm. pre-qualifications and it would be so cool to you i think my dad's done it three times maybe mm-hmm. and you get to run through different ballparks and 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 just it would be a cool thing to purely run as like peers where maybe neither of us are racing but yeah. it's just let's do this together it would be a cool thing to try and experiment and
1: with and one thing that I, I i really like about marathons is you show up with your water and your shoes yeah that's it because mm-hmm. i mean obviously this is a bit of like I'm a bit biased because of how the triathlon went for me with the shitty bike. Yeah. And, like, that is definitely a big aspect of it. It is. And when we were at the bike store today, it's like, those are $3,000. It's crazy. So just to know that, like, hey, we all have the same shoes. Everybody's on a fair playing Yeah, thing. start running. And I, I think that's really cool. And I'm, I'm so excited to run in the summer. I, I am too. Just with it being warm out, it's been.
0: Yeah, and there's just something about. A marathon is a certain distance where you run it purely to finish it. Whereas these triathlons is like, okay, I have to swim this certain speed and I have to do this bike at this certain speed and then I have to run this hard. Part of me just loves A to B getting there however whatever speed I want. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know, it's not like I don't want to be competitive. I'm not yeah. necessarily saying that, but it's just something where it's like I really want to explore it and maybe if I don't like that, I yeah. don't like that, but it's just an avenue yeah. where it's. Interesting. Are you saying we're doing a marathon this summer? Maybe <laughs> I think it'd be really cool. I know Brad wants to, and and you everybody could stay with my brother in Chicago. I, I'm offering his place up. <laughs> but I mean, we, stay, know about we stay for a couple nights. <laughs> we just show up with our nice so shoes. Fun. We have like four of us. Yeah. No, there's a cool. I don't know if it was a newsletter I was reading an email, but it's the talk about over oversimplifying things or not oversimplifying overcomplicating things. Mm-hmm. And so there's two two types of point of views. One is running is the most simple exercise. All you got to do is put your shoes on and step out the door. Or running is the most complicated thing. I have to have a shoe that has a certain arc. I tie my shoes a certain way. I have to wear a shirt, certain shirt so it doesn't tug and pull. and, and head, there's, there's, When you your can,
1: nipples chafe, though, that's horrible. <laughs> you do have to wear a certain <laughs> yeah, shirt. Yeah, that's...
0: <laughs> Gosh, my uh, my cousin Jeff, you know my cousin Jeff, yeah, yeah. he ran the Riverbank Run, which is in Grand Rapids. Yeah. And it was pouring rain. And um, he ended up – he was wearing a cotton shirt for some reason. Why wouldn't you just
1: take off your shirt? I don't know. I don't know.
0: And he, he was more of – well when he was running it back then, he was running hard. Yeah, like yeah. 6, 30 miles, yeah. insane, whatever. And while running that um, difficult, he – He ended up chafing his nipples so bad, like like blood down his whole shirt. Ew! And so for the next like four years, at Christmas, we kept buying him nipple guards, (laughs) and it's these
1: paddings that you brought with that just cover
0: your nipple. (laughs) Uh, I love it. Yeah, Yeah. that's
1: funny. Um, Oh, I had a perfect like I wanted to jump from what we were talking. Run! Oh no, no no! So keep it on this whole running thing. So you and I have had like interesting conversations because. You don't really run, you go for a run and it's not that you don't push the pace, but you kind of enjoy it where we just, I just just felt your big toe (sighs) Um, and I usually would like, I would make a specific playlist where I tighten all the songs up to my favorite parts where the beats go on the fastest Mm -hmm. and I just go, Oh, like the whole way. And recently I stopped doing that. I still do it every once in a while. No, no, absolutely. And the first time I did it, it was so enjoyable. Left my phone there, Mm -hmm. just went. Just not even worried about the time. Just kind of looking around, having a good, like, waving at people Mm -hmm. and enjoying it. And I'm tying that into how I felt on that road trip that I went. Um, You obviously know about this, but I went on, like, a four-day road trip with a few people. And I didn't bring my phone or laptop at all. And I'm usually pretty kind of, like freaky about time where it's like all right what are we doing like we're running late but i didn't know the entire time
0: what time it was yeah yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and it was just such a weird feeling and it reminded me of that running feeling where it's like i'm constantly checking my pace just hammering 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 yeah. and then realizing that like oh you don't have to do that you don't mm-hmm. really have to do all these different things so
0: and i i i just want to highlight your trip you everybody on the trip didn't have their phones in a sense, yeah. they yeah. kind of turned it off. Yeah, But just, um, yeah, that's not bad, that's bad. I'll text her, um, but you can no. You just say it out loud. Uh, hey Maline, can you turn that down? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you can just text her if uh, Yeah, whatever. Um, but what I was saying was, everybody didn't have their phone and I love the whole thing of you guys not using GPS. And I think, I don't know, there's some just, a lot of people I mean I live by my GPS. I don't know what I do without it. Mm-hmm. But it's just cool to say to step back and use maps and go back to this basic traveling.
1: Yeah, no, we just had one huge Michigan atlas and we would look That's through so that cool. and it was it was fun to figure out the turns. We missed one turn in the UP. Dave was kind of freaking out about that, but <laughs> he got over it. And it was the thing we noticed was that it made us talk so much more because we'd be sitting at the table kind of silent and then someone would just kind of say something Uh and then we just riff and just talk but it's just so easy when the phone removes any sort of boredom out of your life and i want to tell you about this since you don't have social media on your phone so (laughs) i got stuffy nose right now i looked at i got back got some texts from facebook Facebook texted me notifications. I have my face I don't have the Facebook app on my phone. I don't have notifications for Instagram or Twitter or anything on my phone. I got a text saying so and so posted a photo. So so did so and so. These people, I'm not really friends with them. I'm friends yeah. with them on Facebook. Don't give a fuck about them.
0: So wait, you put your phone number into Facebook and Forever it automatically ago. was texting you notifications? Yeah. yeah. That's it's weird.
1: because it's because they didn't log in for like five days. They're like, where are you at? Yeah. Like, we miss you. Mm-hmm. We miss your ad dollars. Well, that's
0: what's so crazy too. I remember just going into update my apps and stuff like that. And every time I go into my app thing, I get this little thing at the top of my screen that says, "Download Facebook today." Just because I undownloaded yeah. it, it's like you now it's everywhere. Like, why don't you have this? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Dude, it's
1: it. it they're literally just trying to pull you in. I mean, like, I yeah. feel like I'm beating a dead horse talking no, about I know. this again. But it's just it's you only notice it when you don't have it, how much different your thoughts are. Like the one morning when I woke up and was just miserable after we camped that I was sitting outside just like so pissed off. And then a bunch of geese flew over and they're like making a bunch of noise. I'm like, why do they do that? (laughs)
0: i guess they're just chatting up there i know but like that's what i'm
1: I'm, first of all i'm like what are they saying or like what is if they're not communicating sorry Mm i didn't hit the table what like what's the purpose of that
0: yeah and it's just weird
1: that yeah no i I don't i was gonna be super surprised (laughs) if you knew, but it's just like you've heard that attention is like a spotlight and it's where you direct your attention Mm -hmm. so if you constantly have your phone sitting there it's even if it's in your pocket you still think about it. I know. And that's when my mom was like, "Oh, just bring it with you." I'm like, "No." Yeah. "I'm yeah. not. I'm not like if something goes horribly wrong, I know your number. I'm going to call you." Because exactly. I was like, "Look, let's say our car breaks down. You're 6 or 7 hours away. Mm-hmm. Someone else closer will help."
0: Exactly. So, or, yeah. yeah
1: yeah it was but the my parents met that with resistance and i was like dad that's so stupid you camped in the woods for two weeks like alone (laughs) and he's like "Eh, yeah legit (laughs) point so that was funny um i'm trying to i wrote down a few things no and i
0: just even want to comment on that really quickly is it is amazing how scary in a sense it is to not be connected it's this look of Oh my gosh, if you don't, if we can't somehow reach you, I don't know what we'll do. And there's just something that's paralyzing and kind of, I don't know, freaky in a sense of we're just always connected. Yeah. I know we're just saying it too much, but but I just, I don't know. One one thing I actually do want to do is uh, is plug the
1: podcast. I think it will
0: definitely be out by the
1: time that we put this out. Mm -hmm. Rohan did a podcast um, with myself, Dave, and Abby, and... We talked about the trip. We talked about um, just the trip, basically. Yeah. And that's why I didn't wanna talk about it too much on here, because if someone wants to hear about it, go there to listen to it. I'll put the uh, the link in the description. And this is a good balancing point to saying that we, this is gonna be the first video on the new channel. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll probably like backlog, upload the other ones. Sure. And then this one will, this one will like release it. But I wanna go back to talking about this, the run that we went on this morning. How are we doing with the Cameras are still running. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, all good that it's, it's funny because in the back of my head, and I sort of touched upon this in the the last one that I did by myself, is that doing this with you, I've been kind of wondering like, all right, like there's certain times where I'm like, does Josh really want to do this? Does he want to devote his time? Does he want to devote his energy? Because it's a weird thing to be like, hey, could you do this? Because first mm-hmm. of all, I don't even know if you want to do it. Second of all, I'm not paying you. yeah. And like your time is a valuable resource. But when, I, like I said, I've been thinking about that And then I obviously talked to you about it on the run, like, hey, what do you you want to do with this? Yeah, because it's, it's, and I felt especially weird with it being on my YouTube channel that Mm -hmm. it's like, here, I'm uploading this on mine only. Yeah. And I want it to be more like 50 50. So that was part of the reason I wanted to create the channel. And the thing I want to talk about with that, though, is how easy it is to have an uncomfortable conversation with somebody that you've known forever. Yeah. Even like, sitting here with these two microphones, the two cameras, we got the lights, it makes it a little bit different. It does. And, and it's just so amazing that you can know someone for so long, but you just kind of talk about something in a different way or bring up something that you, you've you always thought about. You're like, ah, I don't really want to talk to that person about about that sort, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And just realizing where that, like you can bring that in your own life. Yeah. I thought Even was just really being cool. aware of that. Yeah. Because like on the run, I was like, oh, I want to talk to this Josh about this, but it's like, you don't, yeah, you're just kind of, you have a, I have an idea of how a conversation is going to go before I have it, which is kind of a, like a paralyzing thing or like I'm having arguments with people in my head and it's like, wait, they didn't even, they didn't say that. Like this is all made up. So that's, I don't know. I just thought that was really interesting.
0: Yeah. 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 A tough thing, a tough thing to come
1: to terms with mm-hmm. in a way. Uh, and even like, as we, one of the things we talked about on a run is bringing more guests on. Mm -hmm. And like that will be uncomfortable in the beginning because it's you and I and we're, I mean, we shoot the shit all the time. Exactly. Well,
0: I think one thing I'm really excited for is I think what's cool about doing podcasts with guests is you can do a ton of planning. And you can really, you, not that you mold the conversation, mm-hmm. but it's awesome if you bring these people on and you almost know them better than they know themselves. Like I think that would be just so cool. Yeah. And just the fact that we are so comfortable with talking on the phone, whatever that might be, that we can just almost not craft this conversation. Yeah. But get down to the root of everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is when he did this. This is when I'm just excited for that to yeah. get rolling. I did, to do that type of thing is, yeah. is cool. And I'm, I don't have any experience with that. That's why. Yeah. But
1: um I'm looking at my list and I kind of want to talk to you about getting a Kindle cuz this is something that okay. I've went back and forth with. So what do you think the difference between in your mind cuz you did have you do have a Kindle but you didn't use it much. What's the what brought you away from that
0: and back to the books? So I got, <coughs> I got a Kindle as a Christmas present or something along those lines. This was back when I wasn't as much into reading, but I had done quite a bit of reading and I switched over. And so when I first realized was, Sorry. it is kind of hot So <laughs> maybe, maybe when uh, the camera <laughs> Um AC. Um, but no, what I want to quickly, what I want to get at is it's tough to realize what you've read in a Kindle. And so you, it's more difficult to take notes. They have all sorts of things, okay, you can highlight. And then at the end, I think you have a list of all your highlights and things and you can go back. But I feel it's hard to go and look back at a Kindle book compared to going back and looking one. at a raw, like yeah. a, a real, real thing. Yeah. And and one of the reasons the way I look at a lot of reading is I want to have this book and revisit it. Like right now, the books I have. I think I'm gonna take a break, besides our book club books, from buying
1: anything. Dude, I'm at that same place. I just
0: wanna, I wanna even, even if I reread a book for 80 pages and then go to a new one, something, where even some of the Tim Ferriss ones, where they're 700 pages, and I feel like if I open that up at a random page, in no way will I remember reading that. No. And that's what's interesting. And And so just the one thing with the Kindle, after I read a couple books, is just, it's a hard thing to go back to. It doesn't, because it's it's just it's clicking on a screen. Yeah, there's it's no not, cover. It's not flipping pages. It's yeah. not just.
1: Damn I don't it, know. You're you just, me out of you it. You just again.
0: don't have a, a sense of I don't know establishment with it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's not it's, a physical it's, thing. It's a weird concept. And
1: uh-huh. the how I'm imagining myself using it. And obviously, it is a trade-off. And I would love to have a private library with all my books that I could access <laughs> whenever, but in this time of my life, in my 20s, don't have the space, the money, I'm going to be moving around. So how I imagine me using the Kindle is have the Kindle here, journal right next to it with a blank page, and you kind of just draw a doodle sure. along with it and just go from there. But
0: one of the, I just want to add, one of the ways, because you talking about the Kindle makes me be like, okay, I want to give this another go. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm going to do it with books that I don't care about rereading. I just love to get lost in a story. So, for example, uh, reading The Da Vinci Code, getting that on a Kindle, Mm -hmm. or getting one of those types of books where I don't don't even necessarily realize what I just read. I'm just so deep into this novel and this storyline that I don't need to highlight. That's the last thing I'm going to worry about, in a sense, just reading for pleasure and reading for stories and things like that. Mm -hmm. That's what I think I want to use the Kindle for. But who knows? Maybe that shifts me over to doing all my reading on there.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's that's interesting, and I'm sort of just thinking in my head about a few different things, kind of related to the the podcast itself, and in like our twenties. and I've been talking to a lot of people, had some interesting conversations, kind of randomly running into people and stuff like that, and just embracing the unknownness of of anything. Like I was thinking about this podcast, and I actually heard this from another podcast. Super meta, but. <laughs> Just talking about when you start something, you don't really know where it's going to go. You don't know where it's going to end up, Mm -hmm. but you don't have to. And that's one thing that has sort of paralyzed my video making is that in my head, I used to have such a, like, this is what it's going to look like when it's packaged. Sure. But it's like, you cannot do that. You just kind of have to show up with a video camera, quite literally go, this is what I see. This is what I'm thinking. Just kind of capture moments as cheesy as that sounds. Hmm. And then you make the video when you sit down to edit it and then it kind of comes together at that point. You don't have to micromanage every little thing. Exactly. And yeah, that's in, I'm connecting all these things between like the run and like trying to micromanage how quick I'm going. The same thing with when I'm on the road trip and it's like, I just need to kind of like loosen my grip on everything and just like not go with the flow, but just let it flow and I like that. just take the river where it ta- like yeah. ride the river where it takes you.
0: And there's something that's powerful about not knowing how far you ran. It's just mm-hmm. it seems like this whole thing of of running is about how far you can go and how if you did 10 miles, this is how tired you should be. And we've talked about it before, even with weightlifting, where I didn't realize I put a 45 and a 35 on in both sides. And I did like 10 reps and then I looked at it and I'm like, I never, I can't lift that much. And you get this concept in your head. And I just think that carries over to a lot of things, knowing how, what you should feel like if you do a certain thing or how, for how long you're doing it. Mm -hmm. And I I don't necessarily know how far I want to take this concept in in a sense, but, but just a simple sense of maybe I just accidentally ran 15 miles, but I felt like I ran seven. Yeah. Awesome. I'm just gonna let that that sit and that marinate. Not be super worried about calculating it and just just running for that enjoyment. Mm-hmm. And I think that I don't know falls through with a lot of different things.
1: Yeah. Did you finish the awareness book? Mm-hmm. I'm not done yet, but dude, that thing is rocking my world. Yeah. We, we talked about this a little bit. But just I feel like I'm being hashtag blessed with all these amazing, like, podcasts. For real. Books. And, like, I'm listening. I'm like, this is for me. like it, it literally feels like it's just tailor-made, exactly what I need to Here hear. Here you go. <laughs> Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. It's just crazy. I, ha- like, it, I just feel like it's such a weird point in my life.
0: It's just, like, and, a happy point, too. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't mean to, not mean to, but it just seems like all this cool, exciting, great knowledge, great life stuff is just throwing itself mm-hmm. at me. And maybe it's the sense of lining up these good, maybe falling podcasts for so long, now you find the best ones for you. And it's just, it's just so interesting in general how it seems like we're at such a fun, fun part of our lives. Yeah. And I mean, we, had, I had everybody Woo! up, <laughs> but I had everybody up to uh, my apartment and that's something that I don't know how old I was when I imagined something like that happening, but it's just so fucking cool that yeah. it's now happening. I, I love it.
1: Uh, Cops bust on our door. I, you yeah. dropping an F on. You get arrested. I can swear yeah. now. No, it's just like, I I mean, if I look back at, at my life, especially the past like four years, I'm definitely sort of like a, a control freak. No, I don't think necessarily over other people. I mean, maybe sometimes, <laughs> but like over myself and it's like, dude, it like if it's going to happen, it'll happen. Obviously, yeah. all you can do is just kind of show up and be like, Hey, this is what I'm here for today. Uh-huh. And then if it works out, it does. And if it doesn't, then.
0: And I always think one thing I've really lately come to terms with is you define your own success. You define your own happiness. hmm. And it's just so easy to say like, well, look at this person did this when they're that old. This person did this and that. And all I'm trying to say is you choose how happy you want to be. You choose how successful you want to be. And maybe maybe your success is working this job for, for 30 years and, and then doing your hobbies – all I'm saying is you pick and choose whatever you want to do. no one else can take yeah. that decision from. That's
1: you. that's interesting with the whole success thing because like I said, I told you a little bit about this with the, and it's just funny because you don't know what the last podcast was. Yeah, so I talked like I said about our bet that I made with singing. But also at the end of it, I like played a few snippets and I'm gonna put them in there.. Cool. And it's like I, I talk about it and it's just a scary and vulnerable thing. and it's like I don't think they're good. I don't mm-hmm. expect anyone to think, think they're good. But I just went through this thought process of like, who am I doing this for? And like, it's for me. Yeah. And the even if I never publish a song or anything like that, the stuff that I've learned and like noticed from it is so crazy because it's it's like the whole dance thing, the Aubrey Marcus dancing sure.
0: thing. Wait, explain it real quick.
1: I yeah. just think I explained it on the last one about quick how quickly. Right. Just and I mean, you can try this at a bar wherever. You just kind of move with what you're feeling. And, like, if something feels weird, kind of like, why does that feel weird when I move my hips like that? Mm-hmm. And just experiment mm-hmm. with that. And the same thing goes, like, with your voice. But, I, I mean, it's hard. Yeah. And I, I respect just, that. Yeah. it's It's been really fun. And it's just you've learned so much about yourself and, like, putting yourself out there. And it's like, dude, this is hard to yeah. put yourself out there and, like, honest. It gives you such an appreciation that – this is going back to the road trip Rohan drives a stick shift car manual nice so you think all right I don't know stick shift but how hard can it be like yeah I'm I I could probably do it so it's Dave that, tried it Oh boy. dude it went so bad that's funny. I was sitting in the back crying laughing <laughs> and like I wasn't even trying to be rude because mm. I was up next and then oh I was boy. like hey dude like we've kind of oh we're gonna get cut off
0: mm. are we yeah mine's good oh there it goes just hit one and hit play? Yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead. Clap. Give the clap. Go ahead. And we're back live. <laughs> Stick shift. Yeah.
1: So it it's so complicated. Really? It literally took us 45 minutes to Ooh. go 400 feet. Really? Dude, it is so hard. So are Okay, you here's an example. Here's an example. No, I didn't end up doing it because wow. Dave was in there for 45 minutes and you're literally like jerking around. That's and I was crazy. like, hey, guys, it's 930 at night. If we still want to teach me in the morning, I'll do it and yeah, so like for example is it, you're going 65 miles hour on the highway this is what you have to do just to stop you hit the brake you put the clutch down you have to shift into neutral wow just a break that is kind of crazy yeah <laughs> i'm like that would be fun but also i if like automatic anything,
0: yeah if anything bad happens that's a lot yeah. of movement and it just gives you when you learn more about
1: something it gives you such an appreciation of how hard it is just agreed and like the singing thing or the dancing thing, yeah. Just to realize how hard it is to put yourself out there, just to anybody that's actually doing it, it's like good for you, dude or gal or whatever. And yeah, that's it. that's the end of that rant. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. No, I. You made me want to try the singing thing because that's just something I I feel like I have a good voice. I feel like I could do something, but I also love how it seems like nowadays with a lot of music. People just, it's all them. It's no like, for it seemed like a lot of music, it was almost this cookie cutter. You have to sing like this, you have Mm -hmm. to sing like that. And now it is just. I'm just going to fill up my water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. Like, what
1: examples of artists can you think of?
0: I don't know. Even just thinking back to something like classic rock. (laughs) But thinking of classic rock, where you sing and it's this, you have to sing with the guitar, you have to sing with this, and it's just. I don't know. Everybody has a different voice, but nowadays you can put so much different audio behind your singing mm-hmm. and it can be so much more emulated to your real personality. That is cool. Yeah. You can almost understand how someone's going to act by maybe their music mm-hmm. or you, you can connect with them in their music. And that's, I don't know, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah and just taking different bits I mean, they always talk about creativity is noticing all these different things and seems obvious to you, but just even taking different bits from some of your favorite artists and mm-hmm. seeing that through somebody yeah. is just a wild and, concept. And The weird
1: thing about doing it is when you try to like sound your best, at least for me, when you're really trying to control it, it goes horribly. But when it's like you loosen your guard mm-hmm. and then you're like... Dang, I'm actually better when I'm not trying to be good. And I mean, that's that's with everything, dude. It's with
0: basketball. Yeah. It's just no, like it you're in your own way. Yeah. that's I feel that so often. Yeah, you drop into your just... You don't give a shit wavelength where yeah. it's just you. Yeah. I don't give a fucking shit, bro. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, this is... My grandparents are going to be pissed for that. <laughs> I forgot to tell you about this, so... Um, I got sat down by my parents, and so my grandpa like loves our podcast, which is really cool. he listens. Cool. Oh, that's yeah, cool. but my grandma and my mom and dad, we were all kind of sitting at the dinner table and they're talking, and they're like, "Yeah, Andrew, we really wish you wouldn't like use the F word in print, like because like in my newsletter and stuff oh, like that." And everyone's kind of sitting there for like I rebu- like use my rebuttal of sure. like it's just a word, whatever, whatever, get over yourself, and then like they say something back. And then there's like an awkward silence. I'm like, who gives a fuck? And everyone started laughing so hard. And it's funny. Um,
0: yeah, dude, uh, that's oh, don't even get me started with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it is. It just is what it is. I don't think we need to get into no. That. Fuck nah. it. I want to just completely shift gears. And yeah. Just get into new topics. Sure. Speaking of manual shifting gears, there maybe. we go, baby. <laughs> uh, we were watching just bits of a show. I don't even this know this is. Us. This is us. And it was just talking a lot about marriage. And I I think you have interesting views. You talked about how one of the ladies you worked with at Urban Outfitters recently retired. Yeah. Is but she one of the th- tips she had was just please don't get married till you're 30. Please do this. And and I just even wanted to leave it super open open-ended. See where you want to take it, mm-hmm. but like what do you what are your views on marrying somebody? Yeah. And maybe I can play animals at it. So
1: the show was talking about it, I think really perfectly. Yeah. And one of my biggest fears is that I am with someone to the point where it becomes one. And you while that like I think it's very romanticized in like books, in T V shows, movies, yeah, yeah. all those things of how Clean cut and like simple love is, and marriage is obviously it's not like 50% of the time it ends in a divorce, totally. So, something that's happening with marriage is not right. Mm-hmm. So, whether that is, is that the it's hard to say, it's of course, it could be at the relational level of where people think love is going here, here's all of me. Yeah. Just do what you wish or whatever, and or, then over time it generates resentment.
0: Yeah, or just the even the expectation that when you're in your twenties, that's when you have to find the person you love. Yeah, in college, that's where I need to find that person that I'm going to be with the rest of my life. And there's that expectation of, hey, if I haven't found somebody by twenty-five, I don't know. Yeah, and that's just that's wild. It's a wild concept, and it's that expectation that's a little scary. Um, yeah, it's it is. But Go. just even just going on what you said more, I think that's awesome. And there is this expectation of one. And you've said before, like a new trend or a new thing that I really resonate with is having their own finances. Even a married couple, mm-hmm. they have their own purchases. They're not looking at life as buying things together. They're looking at it as buying things for individual. Mm-hmm. And, being, and I just think that pushes, Oh my God, I just spit yeah, a lot. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> but it just pushes the sense of you are your own person. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like being one, being molding into that one personality that represents both people, yeah. I think that's a bad thing.
1: Yeah, and you missed the book club where we talked about this. And one thing that's really interesting, and I think a lot of guys have this issue, is – and I feel like I've even been this person before – where you – you can't dump all of your shit onto one person. So let's say I'm having a bad time at school. I call you and I'm just blurt out everything sure. that's going wrong for two hours. Like we're best, we're really good friends, love each other, yeah. want to have your back, vice versa, right? Sure. But there's a sort certain, certain point where, dude, I can't help you. Yeah. You I'm sorry. It. I feel bad for you. I can't do shit. Mm-hmm. You gotta help yourself. And I think a lot of people in relationships The only person that they open up to and tell their problems, problems from work, problems with their family, problems with this, that is only to one person. And then that's just overwhelming to that one person. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, look, I love you. I do all these things for you. I can't, I can't fix that. I can't fix what is your issue. And one thing that I love about book club is that it's a place where we can open up to each other. There's really no judgment about it. And It lessens the load on whether that's our parents or significant others or anyone's Mm -hmm. because you call one person and, hey, Josh, I'm going to bullshit about work right now. Hey, mom, I'm going to talk about how I'm having an issue with this. And just realizing that you have to diversify your Mm – you can't depend on one person.
0: And I think there's a weird expectation of I have to share all of my things with this one person. Mm -hmm. I have to. I need to put this on them because they need to know everything that's going on. I don't think that's necessarily the case. Yeah. I think it is important to – oh, I hadn't mentioned this to you. Sorry. I'd already talked about it with somebody else. Mm -hmm. That's just a reality that I think a lot of, I don't know, long-term couples, marriages, I think that's a great thing in Mm -hmm. that sense of just – not getting too too personal with everything
1: yeah this is I'm I'm so glad you brought this up and I'm just remembering we we're talking over the bonfire on our road trip so mm. um, a B is from uh, India yeah. lives there Rohan's parents are from there and in Indian culture a pretty big deal or I'm not exactly sure how it works but arranged marriages were maybe still are sort of I a think thing they are and they were they, We were talking about marriage in general and they were saying that arranged marriages are more successful than normal marriages in terms of percentages. But then, the first thing that goes in my head is, I'm, I'm gonna say what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. It's because they can't get out of it. Yeah. And they're like, no, like, that's not really how it is. You yeah. can kind of get out of it. Mm-hmm. And they think it's because you go, hey, by the way, here's your card, turn it over. That's who you're with for the rest of your life. And you kind of just, it, it, it goes differently in your head because you are like, we gotta make this work. Yeah. And I think the paradox of choice is a real thing uh-huh. it's be- because it's like if we had to cut things off, like let's say you and I are married and we get in a fight for a week, it's like, well, whatever, I'll just divorce him. Like yeah. we're, we don't have to work this out. There's other people out there. Sure. So it's it's what do you stick through and what do you not stick through? And that's You can't answer that unless like it's a case-by-case basis. And even,
0: even what we were just talking about, say you are, you flip the card over and this is the person you're meeting with the rest of your life we were just saying like putting all that onto one person you're maybe forever you're You're not going to look at that person as i need to tell them everything yeah. so maybe this person is given only what is comfortable enough so i get i tell i go to my friends i go to my parents i tell this information that information and this person just gets a good amount of my life but not all of it mm-hmm. and maybe that's so healthy about it and yeah there's just there's a lot of variables that make it so interesting
1: and i think it's especially interesting for guys because i have a very strong feeling that a lot of guys i mean everyone acts like all oh, macho and tough but the one place where they'll open up about their feelings and everything sure. is when they're in their bed with their girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. when they're it's it, that's their one person that they'll open up to. They won't go to a therapist. They won't talk to anybody else. They won't talk to other guy friends. Yeah. And I feel like girls are way better at that a thousand percent because they'll talk with their girlfriends or their like anybody. Yeah. About their problems, get that sorted out, and then
0: and they always just say girls are just a million times better at showing their emotions, mm-hmm. and that's something that I I challenge whomever just cry at a movie. Honestly, I'm not kidding, dude. But but seriously, I I cry and I'm almost happy when I cry at a movie. It just, <laughs> I can't even get emotional right now. We're but just crying. in general, dude, it's like it's so there is a sense of relief. There's a sense of humanness when mm-hmm. you cry at something that you should cry at. Yeah. And gosh, I mean. It is I lo- I will genuinely say I do not mind or I think I'm somewhat happy when I cry at things. Just because yeah. gosh, I am okay, I'm sensitive. Yeah. I, whatever, that's me. Yeah. And if you're not going to approve of that? Yeah. And yeah, I just I don't know, that's
1: one thing. There's that. a there's a chance chance the rapper lyric that I love. It's like feel like the man when I cry. Mhm. Um yeah, <laughs> I just think that's really cool. And that book uh, that I read, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. It's that's it's all about that how like men and masculine energy, totally. it doesn't want to open up in that how guys, how, what depression looks like in a guy is different than what it looks like in a girl.
0: Yeah.
1: And in a girl, it's like, I mean, obviously these are like exaggerated. No, it's no. Like, like oh, I'm crying, I'm sad, whatever. But with the guy, it comes out as anger mm. and because they're, they won't even let that sadness come out. And it's like, they're all just, I mean, what if you think about it, what, what really is anger? At the end of the day yeah
0: yeah bottled up emotions yeah in a way yeah
1: and it's just it's a crazy how thing. it comes
0: out for different people
1: yeah um
0: yeah and just even the simple fact of when you tell people you cried at something it's like you might get a weird look yeah and it's just like dude why is it's, it's just it's such a strange yeah. thing that we we look at as normal
1: yeah but i mean as like probably since five years old is like don't cry i know like don't cry
0: I know. I, I remember like 14 or whatever. I don't know if I'd ever cried. (laughs) Like having that mentality. It's just, it's just crazy. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I have a
1: question for you. I'm thinking, so we were obviously clothes shopping today and we got talking with the lady about our podcast, please shut up. Totally. And you were telling her about like what it was and what we're doing and things like that. You didn't never gave her the name, Sorry, but, so it's useless <laughs> information. But how do you tell people about what you do? Not necessarily with Seabart, uh, but like with your YouTube videos and, and when you were doing the Bros Gone Wild, how do you do that? Because I am notoriously horrible at that. Sure. So
0: this is more. And of I'm the not the question. best person. At but all you're time. better than me. Um, it's always so hard because when people ask, "What do you do?" Well, for example, even our podcast. There's not like, uh, it's not something where, that we do where it's, okay, tech reviews, or we break down this, or that, or X and Y. We kind of just talk, yeah. and that's just, to a lot of people, it's like, Shut up. Okay, just please shut up, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Innocent plugs. But but it's just, you have, I think- <laughs> it's, Subscribe. It's fun to find a way. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. We just do ad-libs. <laughs> uh, we I just do finish it. each other's sentences all the time. <laughs> Um, I don't know, dude. But I just think finding a way to make it unique while explaining to somebody where we bring on guests, we break down what they do. And and I don't know what I'm trying to say exactly. But, for example, with Bros Gone Wild, it was – I'm not
1: saying how you exp- – like how do you – I don't know because it's just for me. It's like – How do you talk about it? Yes. Because I've – I've legitimately never told anyone in person that I do make YouTube videos. Yeah. People just find out. And no. like I have no problem posting about it, but it's just I never find like – it. I mean this definitely could come up in conversation, mm. but I don't know. It, it, I, and maybe you don't have the answer and that's fine. But I'm just so bad at that. I almost just want to give business cards and then just like
0: – Yeah. Well, it's, it's not that I even – and it sounds bad like, oh, I'm easy to talk because I want to flaunt about it or yeah. anything like that. But it's just, when it comes up, be proud of it in a way. Yeah. Don't hide who you are, again, as we've gone back to. Yeah. It's, not, it's not a big deal if someone laughs at you because you do a podcast or you make video, travel videos. Sorry so, for you No, it's all good. <laughs> but I guess the, mo- the way I look at it is it's not like I'm trying to show off. Yeah. I'm just trying to tell this person a little bit about who I am if they ask. And who I am is what, doing a podcast, yeah. making videos. Yeah. And and I don't look at it like, I want to be this top macho guy. I'm better than you. Yeah. It's more of just like, hey, you asked? Yeah. Hear what it is. Yeah. Subscribe. Subscribe now. Yeah. If you don't, <laughs>
1: we're never going to be friends. Yeah. 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 This is this is actually interesting. I'm just coming up with totally. this off the top of my head. So I went through my Instagram and kind of did a purge of people. I unfollowed oh, you, really? Josh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was just thinking, and especially with this this trip in mind, it's so hard. And even if you, like, for example, if someone was to unfollow me, I'd be like,
0: what? Like, are you serious? <laughs> That's funny. And,
1: but with other people, I'm like, no, I still like you as a person. And if I saw you, I would be like, hey, so good to see you still talk to you. I do not care what you're posting on your Instagram. Yeah. And it's, it's just hard to tell people that. And it's hard to hear it, too. Mm-hmm. And, it, like... I mean I feel like especially because it like I'm making
0: stuff when it's not just like, hey, yeah. here's a picture of me and my bros. So one of the cool things about getting a job that I think a big reason why I un-downloaded or I uninstalled yeah. my social medias is for the longest time I have this mentality of okay, I have an Instagram, I have to post because this is kinda like what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I have to show my ability here and there and everywhere. And Now that I have this job where I am creative and I am making videos, but it's not dependent on what I'm doing outside of the Mm -hmm. job, it has this feeling of, I don't have to post anything. I have no inclination to show anybody what I'm doing. I have no, and there's just, it feels good, at least for now, to take a break from all that, to Mm -hmm. be like, dude, I, in no way is it advancing my career to post on Instagram, and that's how I rationalize it to myself. Hey, I'm on my Instagram right now. I'm scrolling through the feed. Maybe I take a photo like this in the future. Or you just—it's amazing. These rational or you just uh, justify everything that you do. And now that I don't have a necessarily a reason to be on there, Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, screw it. I'm down. I'm them. Uninstalling. God, I can't speak. But you get—you got what I mean. uh, It's—I don't know. It's—it's cool, and I'm excited even to see when you start working for them, even though you'll be working with a lot yeah. of social media, but maybe you'll start realizing, okay, maybe I am gonna take a little yeah. break from
1: this. With yeah. that being said, Please Shut Up is making an Instagram account. Woo! Go follow us. <laughs> it's Please Shut Up. <laughs> LLC. LLC. That was pretty cool. Nice,
0: give me that. I went for the, <laughs> Jesus. <What? laughs> well, you did park it and I already had the car. I was, never
1: mind. Well, you are just going for the physical. I didn't fist get call. that in this, was it in that camera? Probably, cool. I didn't just blow a snot rocket, but um, is there anything
0: else you want to talk about? One thing, while I was being very materialistic today and buying everything for myself, I was just thinking. I was question for you, and I'm curious what he'll say. (laughs) What are these? (laughs) Um, What do you think is going to be your largest purchase of 2019? My largest purchase? I'm gonna buy a yacht. No, this is an interesting Um, thing to think about. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, what's yours? Easy answer. I'm just thinking, I mean, this apartment is kind of the biggest thing yeah, I'm probably going to buy. Give me a real answer. You asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to buy a bike. Okay. okay. I,
1: I wouldn't like to. I feel like I have to. Um, I really don't want to buy a bike. Um, they're expensive. They're so expensive. Biggest purchase though, dude. I don't. I would love to have an iPad, but I don't need an iPad. Mm. I would love to have a full frame camera. Don't need that, Mm. but I want one. Yeah, Um, dude, it's amazing. Like, this is kind. We're kind of going backwards on what you said in the beginning. Like, you do need a lot of these little things, but there's so much shit you don't need.
0: Yeah, and just even thinking about it, I want my largest purchase to be a trip. I would love to say that. Okay. Yeah. I think that's that's maybe what I'll say. Yeah. And with this job, I don't necessarily need camera equipment in a sense anymore. Yeah. And so it's just exciting, like moving in my frame of mind, like, okay, instead of that, this is where I want to put my... You know
1: memory. what my biggest purchase is going to be? Is a new Mac.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm it's going to be. It's going to be a new
1: MacBook, dude. Really? I don't want it to be, though. Yeah, that's I'm pissed sucks. about that.
0: Bring back Steve Jobs, dude. Do you know what I'm really <laughs> tempted to do? <laughs> For real. <laughs> I might get a PC. Christian. <laughs> I know. Can I want to buy mine. Whoa! We might have <laughs> to talk. <laughs> yeah, we might have to figure that out. I'll talk about that with you. Yeah, I'll talk too. All right. Talk to you later.